Hi everyone. I'm Amol and I hope that all of you are doing well and keeping safe. In the last episode of the Lex Prudence podcast, we discussed about the wagering contracts and how they are different from the contingent contracts. In this episode of the podcast, I'll discuss the provisions of section 36 of the Indian Contract Act which deals with impossible contingency and the contracts which are dependent on impossible contingency so let us quickly revise the section that we discussed in the second installment of this session on the contingent contracts section 36 of the contracts act speaks about mm-hmm. agreement contingent on impossible events and terms them as void it says contingent agreement to do or not to do anything if an impossible event happens are void whether the impossibility of the event is known or not to the parties to the agreement at the time when it is made now this section may sound like a redundant or unnecessary section as one might argue as to why the parties will base any contract on an impossible event just to render it void but consider the language carefully and you will see it actually covers a few very specific angles a the section only speaks about happening of an event unlike other sections which speak of happening or non happening of an event the section also suggests that the impossibility may or may not be known to a party at the time of entering into a contract and thus provides a kind of a protection to a party which at the time of entering into a contract may be ignorant of a fact which renders the collateral event impossible did you appreciate the provisions now let's make it simpler with an example a agrees to pay b a sum of rupees 5 lakh if the ship called xyz sailor returns after 30th of november but a is completely ignorant or unaware of the fact that the said ship has been decommissioned at the time of entering into the contract and hence there is no possibility of it returning either before or after 30th of november now in this example decommissioning of the ship has added an impossibility to the contract rendering it as void had this impossibility not been there the contract would have become enforceable if the ship had not returned by 30th of november so i assume that you are now in a better position to appreciate the specifics of this provision now friends if you remember i had said that the section has gained somewhat importance in the recent covid times and let me begin with saying that this is my personal opinion and i'll be happy to hear any contrary views around it if any in the recent times the force majeure clause has gained much importance and thus the way in which force majeure events are dealt in a contract has also become very important typically 
a force mayor clause identifies certain specific acts of god as force mayor events for example floods fire quake with new additions like pandemic epidemic etc and then connects these events to incapacity of a party to perform its obligations under the contract similarly in a lease or leave and license contract these events are traditionally connected to actual slash physical damage caused to the property rendering it incapable of use by lessee or licensee now if you carefully consider a force majeure clause in a leave and license and lease agreement which identifies pandemic or epidemic as force majeure but carves exception from contractual obligations only in the event it physically damages the property such that it is rendered unusable then in my personal opinion the clause has created an impossible contingency and is thus void since no pandemic or epidemic can cause physical damage to a real estate property and therefore this contingency which allows exception from performance of an obligation within a contract is an impossible contingency and is thus void in my personal opinion if a licensee seeks shelter of force majeure clause in case of a pandemic and licensor tries to defend the same with an argument that no physical damage to the property is actually caused the clause in my opinion runs the risk of being termed as a void clause and licensee then holds an upper hand because he can still under contract act claim impossibility of performance and all that so it's thus really important to consider each aspect of the draft that we prepare very caref- very carefully as they may have far reaching consequences at a later event so friends i hope you liked the discussion in this episode if you did then i'm sure that you will be interested in a few other topics and personal points of view that i have shared in various episodes on lex prudence podcast so do visit and listen to the lex prudence podcast on your favorite podcast platform anchor spotify google breaker or radio public to get my points of view on various legal topics and do also subscribe and share have a great day and take good care of yourself goodbye